Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome. In this podcast, a school bus driver loses control of himself. And what he did cost him his job. Unruly passengers are still taking to the skies and landing some major fines. And finally, there is a new airline coming, and it wants to put the boom back in air travel. I'm Rod Morrison. I'm Nancy Shack, And we all are accidental passengers. I don't care! Hey, both of you have to wear the mask. Why? Because... Uh, gesturing, stabbing motions towards the other passenger. And it was also observed erratic behavior snorting a white substance. School bus safety usually brings to mind brakes, oil changes, the right tires, and a safe driver. I'm Nancy Shack. The last of these requirements took center stage in Colorado recently when a school bus driver from the Fremont School District lost control, not of the bus, but of himself when trying to get a 10-year-old child to wear her mask properly while on the bus. The moment a Colorado bus driver slapped a 10-year-old girl allegedly over a face mask, we want to warn you that you might find some of this video disturbing. A video taken on the bus shows Bertram Jacquez slapping a young child so hard that her head whipped back and hit the seat. According to police records, The child has slipped her mask down under her nose, prompting the bus driver to get in her face and demand she pull it up. The little girl is seen cowering in her seat in the video before the bus driver slaps her hard on the side of her face. Here is the hard-to-hear audio from the camera on the school bus. I don't care! Hey, both of you have to wear the mask. Why? Because... In a written statement on the assault, the child says, I got on the bus, sat down in the back, and Mrs. Holman said something that I don't remember. Then she left the bus, and the driver said, put on your mask. And I told him, no, I get sick from masks. So I put my mask down, and the kid in the back said, put on your mask. And I said, no, it makes me sick. And it kept on going back and forth. Then Bert came back and said, put on your mask. Then I said, why do I have to? And he said, because we said so. And the kid said, because the principal said so. I yelled at him and said, you shut up. You're not involved in this. So the bus driver slapped me and he walked away. So I said, let me off the bus. And he kept on driving. So I put on my backpack and kept saying that. And he kept driving. Then we got there. He put out his fist to give me knuckles, so I walked by, ran out of the bus, and ran to my dad and told him. The bus driver did not deny the incident. His written statement agrees with the little girls, the last line of which reads, Out of reaction, I slapped her once. 
Because of that last line, witnesses and the video, the driver was fired two days later from his job and charged with child abuse, causing injury, third-degree assault, and harassment. He was booked at the Fremont County Detention Center before posting a $1,000 bond. The school district spokesperson says an internal investigation found that his actions justified termination of employment. Their statement reads, Our school community is experiencing a very unfortunate situation. We believe it is never okay to lay a hand on a child. We are very saddened by this incident. Our goal every day is to transport students safely to school and back home, but that can only happen when everyone, including students and staff, follow the rules. We are currently working to identify next steps to help our drivers with strategies designed to support a safe ride to and from school. While there can be no doubt that the school board took appropriate action here, it is evident that it's not just the mental health of the children that has been affected by pandemic isolation this past year. Transporting students is a stressful job. The physical and mental toll has only been exacerbated by the pandemic. School transportation experts suggest practicing mindfulness and meditation might help calm resulting anxiety and increase ability to solve challenges rather than become paralyzed by fear or striking out physically as the Colorado driver did. They say mindfulness allows for that necessary moment of pause many people need so they don't feel they need to immediately react to a stressor, which often can create more problems for the person than solutions. A tip we could all probably use right now after this past year. Like Tesla's autopilot, headlines concerning unruly air passengers just won't go away. Since this past January, there have been 2,500 complaints about troublesome passengers. Some disturbances don't wait for the airplane and happen at the gate. Take Karen, for example, who knows her verbs. Well, at least one. I saw you run through the door when you weren't supposed to. He and I saw him push you out the door. You deserve it. Appreciate your mistake. Boo hoo. Boo hoo. Boo hoo. You f off. Not helping. Not helping. Not helping. Excuse me? I want I'm the manager of the airport here. Also, at the gate, several flights have occurred over the past few months, but mostly the ruckuses happen in the air. Here is an audio from a flight aboard a Spirit Airlines jet between a teen and a pregnant woman who both got the heave-ho and a lifetime ban from Spirit Airlines. Okay, that could have been audio from anything, but unfortunately, it was real. As real as this description given by a flight attendant to his passengers aboard a JetBlue plane. We were first told that there was a passenger in the, in the front part of the aircraft in the men's section 
that was uh, annoying on another passenger and uh, uh, unwanted touching, if possibly inadvertent, maybe intentional, unknown, multiple trips to the bathroom. We were able to, or the flight attendants were able to uh, um, move that passenger so she felt more comfortable. Uh, after con several more, put on your mask, put on your mask, put on your mask, bathroom trips, started uh, antagonizing other passengers and uh, um, had the mint knife uh, gesturing, stabbing motions towards the other passenger and it uh, was also observed erratic behavior and snorting a white substance. Another serious altercation involved a passenger and the flight attendant with the stewardess getting two teeth knocked out. I could go on and on about different disturbances on airplanes, but time and boredom forbid me. Google unruly airline passengers and be prepared to be dismayed or entertained. The FAA is not amused and has proposed harsh penalties to the troublemakers. This past month, the agency has proposed fines totaling $258,250. The fines normally range from $9,000 to $15,000, but one belligerent individual may receive a fine of a whopping $52,000 for acting up. Usually, $35,000 is the fine ceiling, but multiple charges can get you more. In addition, you get a lifetime banned from the airline. So where was the pilot during all of this? Locked in the cockpit where I would be during a flight. But the reasoning is quite simple. He needs to care for the safety of the plane, crew, passengers, and cargo. So the bolted door is to prevent any angry customers from getting in and grabbing the controls. He does have one job, though, when it comes to troubled passengers. He decides who gets kicked off the plane and where they land to do it. So why all the trouble? You know, there have been unruly passengers before, but not so many in a short period of time. Many aviation onlookers and experts have come up with quite a number of theories. They involve the lack of flying experience by new passengers, a strong desire to get out and enjoy the world again. But the one I like is about masks. They have become a symbol of protest to experts and leaders who we feel have let us down. Refusing to wear a mask is sticking it to the man. But let's be clear on the rule of the mask. Here is Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. It is a federal mandate that one must wear a mask in an airport on the aircraft itself, and we will not tolerate behavior that violates the law. So before you enter an airport or airplane, is sticking it to the man really worth a possible fine of $10,000? All you 
how would you like to fly anywhere in the world in less time and for a hundred bucks? Don't pack your bags yet, but in the not-too-distant future, that is what you may be able to do. Boom Supersonic is a company that wants to build and fly a new generation of really fast aircraft. The airline industry, or anybody else for that matter, hasn't seen a supersonic passenger jet since 2003. That was the last year of the British-French airliner, the Concorde. Many years ago, many Many years ago, as a news intern, I got to tour the Concorde when it came to Boston. To say it was cramped would be an understatement. It was as friendly to the environment as an old gas-powered bus and incredibly expensive to ride in. In today's economy, a ticket on the uber-fast jet would be about $20,000, no economy class here, but the technology has changed and maybe it is time to rethink supersonic transport. And doing the rethinking is Boom Supersonic CEO Blake Schroll, who tells Fox Business why the time is right. So it's been literally 50 years, of course, since Concorde was designed. And today we've got new materials like carbon fiber composites. We have advanced computer-optimized aerodynamics. We've got a whole new generation of engines. And these are technologies that have been flying actually already on other aircraft. And what we've done at Boom is to make some design breakthroughs to bring those technologies together into a new design aircraft that not only is more efficient as an airplane, but makes our lives as humans more efficient. So imagine going to sleep in Sydney and waking up in L.A. Or imagine being able to uh, go from the West Coast to Japan, get a couple meetings done, and be home 24 hours after you left. So this is a significant speed up. It's like nothing we've seen since the dawn of the jet age. The craft will sit about 68 to 88 people, and there will be no dreaded middle seat. You won't find this plane on the Boston to New York shuttle, or any domestic flights for that matter. The Mach 2.2 speed of the aircraft will be put to use for trans-ocean flights. The timeline for all this starts hopefully the end of the year with a smaller prototype taking flight, and if all goes well, a factory will be built somewhere in the U.S. in 2022. And the first supersonic jet will start to be built a year later. The narrow body of the craft will be about 200 feet long, and its carbon footprint will be small due to its ability to evenly circulate carbon from the air into jet fuel and back into the air again. Well, so says the manufacturer. The financial interest in the company has been strong as well as its vision for the future. In a few years, we may just see and hear a boom for the airline business. Oh, hot diggity dog, diggity boom, what you do to me? It's so new to me. What you do to me? Hot diggity dog, diggity boom, what you do to me? When you're holding me tight. Never dreamed anybody could kiss that away. Bring me bliss that away. What a kiss that away. What a wonderful feeling to feel that away. Tell me where have you been all my life? Oh, hot ziggity dog, ziggity boom. What you do to me? It's so new to me. What you do to me? Hot diggity dog, ziggity boom. What you do to me when you're holding me tight?
Thanks for listening. You can check out our Accidental Passengers Facebook page. There you will get transit stories not covered on the podcast. And you can even leave a comment and tell us how we are doing or give us a story idea. We upload every Monday. I'm Rob Morrison. I'm Nancy Shack. And we all are Accidental Passengers. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.